common sense recap of the day's biggest stories. It's John Katsimatidis and Cats at Night on 77 WABC. Welcome back to the John Katsimatidis Cats at Night show. And we're looking at the headlines now. The White House continues to celebrate the inflation bill as prices keep rising. John Katsimatidis, what do you think about that? I mean, are are they just stupid or they're lying? Well, what I think is that... Uh, our country, Washington, which I repeat, repeat, repeating is something rotten in Washington, is not capable of fixing problems. But by raising interest rates to the degree they're raising it, yes, it's a way to, to solve a problem, but they're going to destroy the rest of the country. What do you say to people that say this has nothing really to do with gas prices? That, you know, it's not about being energy independent and drilling. You know what I would say. <laughs> yeah. Oh, he wasn't painted. They're full of crap. There you go. No, I mean, that is the, the first thing. The first thing uh, that uh, uh, President Biden did is is destroy the uh, the, the pipeline. pipeline deal and uh, and and it was uh, that right there. I remember when you did that press conference. Oh, you know what oh, that sound means? Uh oh, uh oh. I know. I Governor see Governor Patterson is shaking. He's, oh. he's quivering. Oh, it's the, the pain. The number one economist in the world who has the number one show as well on number Fox Business. Number one show on Fox. And, and he's got and the, the number, number one, one show on Saturday. Absolutely. On, on WABC. So he's just a number one all-around guy. And he looks really good in a tux at that gala. Welcome back to Cats at Night, Larry Kudlow. Thank you, John. Thank you, Lydia. I appreciate it. Thank you, Governor Patterson. I love hearing you moan. (laughs) (laughs) That's what she said. All right. All right. All right. right. Ed Cox here. I never thought I'd hear Larry saying that to you, Governor. Sorry. So the Fed Fed has never certain about anything, right, in projecting. It's always failed and this and that. But they're 100% sure, based on their data, that there will be a recession in talk about pain in the next 12 months what's that about yeah yeah well uh you can never be sure with the fed look i don't want a recession (laughs) nobody wants a recession no one in their right mind wants a recession uh as john was saying or someone lydia was saying the first thing biden did was destroy our whole successful energy policy and then the second thing he did was spend us into oblivion which triggered the inflation in the first place actually the whole story is so dumb even now, all this recent legislation is uh, spending more and more money, about $1.5 trillion. So Uncle Sam is spending and stimulating while the Fed is supposedly turning on the monetary brakes. So there's a conflict there. Uh, I had Fred Smith on the show, the founder of FedEx, a very brilliant man, a great service to America. Uh, his CEO this morning uh, says they see a global recession The numbers coming out this past week were recessionary-type numbers. So it's not a good story. I wish it were better. I believe the cavalry is going to come and change this. You cannot uh, lie to the American people. They know that America is in economic decline. They don't like it one bit. I, by the way, sided with the Railroad Workers Union because all they're trying to do is get some higher pay to offset the inflation. Not their problem. It's done by the federal government. So we're going to have to run the course and uh, hope that we get a policy change uh, after the election and hope this thing doesn't go too far. But it's very hard. You know, the market was off, I don't know, 1,400 points this week. It's just not a good story. That's all I can say. It will get better, but right now it's not good. 
if we can get the Congress uh, and the Senate in November, uh, even though uh, President Biden has veto ability, uh, do you think we'll be able to uh, do the right thing by the world? I mean, I interviewed the uh, president of, of the World Bank today. He'll be on our Sunday show. And he is concerned about the whole world, not just the United States. Well, Matt Pass, a very smart guy, is a very dear friend. Yes, the world, the world economy looks very poor. Uh, China looks poor. Europe looks poor. Uh, North America, USA looks poor. But, John, I, th- I think at a minimum, to your point, uh, if the cavalry comes and you get the Congress changes hands, it will be much likelier that they can stop the bad stuff, the really bad stuff. The question then is whether they can restore free market supply side policies, turn the energy fossil fuel spigots back on. Um, I don't know how far they can go. Biden will have the veto pen. You probably need to get the White House in 2024, but they can stop the worst of it. There aren't going to be any more student loan cancellations. There's not going to be any more uh, $500 billion giveaways uh, for electric vehicles and you can't charge the batteries, all that nonsense, all the social spending nonsense and the progressives want to scratch every single left-wing itch they have. That stuff can be stopped. So that would be something. That would be something good and something now, to look forward to. Uh, we were at dinner last night with uh, our friend Mark Simone and uh, uh, with uh, yourself. And uh, Donald, uh, President Trump, called to wish Mark Simone a happy birthday. And then he wanted to talk to you. Uh, what do you think? <laughs> <laughs> well, I, that's a privileged I, conversation. Yeah, thank you. Thank you. <laughs> All right, we'll move on. See, Larry, I'm not always that bad. Well, see, thank you, thank you, Governor, for saving Larry. Uh, uh, all, I'll, all I'll say is, uh, I, there's one thing I can say that uh, the president, I do speak to him regularly, and once again said to me, stay in good health. I'll let you draw your own implications. From that means that. he wants but you he... back, Larry. He wants you back <laughs> well, in 2025. Uh, that, but... that the good news is we'll both be, hopefully we'll both be alive. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Mark Simone won't let me go again. <laughs> uh, I'm the one that advised you last time. Go. Yes, you did. Uh, absolutely. You, yes, you, uh, yes, you did. Ed Cox, yes, we were we were we were talking before. And you, being uh, President Nixon's son-in-law, you still get some intelligence from from uh, China. Oh yeah, uh, what, tell us the intelligence. Yeah, you got I was from talking. China. I was talking to a knowledgeable business. He says that forty thousand businesses are closing a day in China. Wow. Now that means just they're closing their doors. They may open them again. They may go into bankruptcy, but literally closing their doors. That's how bad the economy is there. Is it due to COVID? It's both both the lockdowns, but also Xi's policy. Xi is pulling all power back to him, while Deng, under his policies, empowered everybody. He gave up power to them. And that's that's a major factor for an economy, isn't it? You know, Ed's point is really important. Uh, I mean, both points are correct, but we're a long way from the market openings of Deng Xiaoping, which launched uh, 20 years of prosperity. Uh, and I don't think coincidentally that that occurred after the Nixon uh, Kissinger openings. I don't think that was a coincidence. But uh, 
for the here and now. I saw this, Ed, when I was on the China trade uh, team. We went over there a couple times, and they were in Washington with us many times. They've tightened. They've basically thrown out the pro-market attitudes. Uh, They're now back to the big state-run industries. They're now back to allocating credit. And, of course, they've clamped down on free speech as well as free enterprise. And it's hurt their economy. Look, you look at their numbers. Nowadays, the optimistic case in China is 5% growth, and they're not going to get that. They're in recession. It used to be the optimistic case was 15 to 20% growth. Those days are long gone. And, um, by the way, uh, Fred Smith mentioned that uh, today when he came on set. Uh, because obviously FedEx has a window into China. But that they've clamped down. They've clamped down on all the freedoms, the economic freedoms and the free speech freedoms and the religious freedoms. It's a terrible story. They are our biggest adversary. Although I got to say, Eddie, that I love the fact that Ukraine is really kicking some butt. Now, <laughs> I love that. I just love that. And Russia is, looks like they're turning tail. They're even pulling their Navy out, for God's sake. So. That's a, 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 a at least one plus on the world scene. Well, I, like uh, we talked at dinner last night, we, I had Kissinger for lunch, and he says we cannot give up any territory for mm. to Russia. Otherwise, every other dictator is going to go after us for for everything: Turkey for the Greek islands, uh, China for Taiwan, etc., etc. You can never reward aggression. You, can, you cannot reward an aggression. Uh, with you, absolutely, hundred percent. Well, thank you, Larry Kudlow. Have a, have a great weekend. And uh, I'm going to be listening to you tomorrow at 10 o'clock to 1 o'clock, the great. number one show on Saturday mornings. God bless you. Uh, thank you. And thank you. Thank you. Pray for our economy. And uh, let's take a break. And I understand we got Lou Dobbs calling in.